0: to the 10th episode of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Horsetocles. (laughs) Horsetocles? What the fuck is that? (laughs) Badass horse. Fine. Miguel Garza. There you go. We've also got... Heather. And we have a special guest today, one of our fans, who has started a Kickstarter for his upcoming comic book called... Book of Sons? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes by the name Sheik. Say hey, Sheik. Sheik. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me. I didn't hear you screaming, man. I got to hear you, like, be pumped. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. No. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm... I'm... I'm <laughs> <laughs> There we go. <laughs>
1: that, was, that was the best
0: one. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> well, let's get right into things. Go ahead. Let's talk some comics. All right. What were your top two of the week, Miguel? Top two. Number two was ten grand. Number okay. eight. All right. I know you read it. I know you love it. Can't get enough of it. It is a classic book. He's in hell. Man's in hell. Finds out that he got screwed over. Finds out all kinds of crazy stuff. Sees this woman. Can't talk to her. He's getting pissed. And you see all a bunch of angels in hell. Switching sides. So some shit's about to go down. And I just, I love this book. You know I love this book. We've talked about it before. This book's written by J. Michael Straczynski. I'm a huge fan of his writing. This is probably the best book of the series so far. We've enjoyed it ever since the beginning. This one, like you said, the main character is in Hell, and he encounters his polar opposite, we could say. Like, he was recruited by the angels to work for them, and every time he died, he would get the opportunity to see his wife again. Well, he meets the other guy, who was yeah. recruited by Hell, who has the same kind of deal. Yeah, who actually was involved with the killing of his wife. Right, and they're, they're nemesis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then, then that guy breaks it down and tells him, you know you're getting screwed over. Right, he tries to turn him, bring him to the dark side. That was cool. That was a great book. Did I almost read it a second time. Did you read that one, Sheik? <laughs> oh, tight like, No, I didn't get to that one. Okay. It's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I bought it, and you guys, like, spoiled it. Oh, so. sorry. Damn, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> You'll still enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's still a good book. I mean, they changed artists, like, after book five, right? I think it was book five? five, yeah. yeah. Yes. book five, they changed artists. I mean, the one through five was really nicely drawn, but I kind of got attached to the way that's being drawn now, so it doesn't really bother me. So that was my number two. Okay, what was your number one? Steve Orlando. Steve Orlando. Hashtag the arm. (laughs) Did you read that one, Sheik?
2: Yeah, I actually got a chance to preview it about a week or two ago.
0: Awesome book. Awesome book. Wait a minute. Wait, hold up here. You got a sneak preview? Is that what you said? You got a sneak preview? Oh, yeah. And I had to wait to buy mine? Hang on. I'm going to tweet Steve real quick. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? Sheik runs his own uh, comic book review website. Oh. What's the name of your site, Sheik? Spicytoilet.com. Spicytoilet.com. I actually like that name That's kind of cool So it, the, the icon is a toilet With flames coming out of it It's great I know <laughs> <laughs> That happens badass <laughs> But he, he did an interview With Steve uh, Shortly after we did Okay And that's how he got A head, a head start On reading up issue two Nice But no yeah So then you read it So I can't spoil this one for you You gotta love it You know Creatures killing people a guys who My guts <laughs> And the humans Finally showed up Yeah There was fish boobs too I mean come on <laughs> <laughs> You and your boobs <laughs> What's well, not the like? Who am I kidding? <laughs> yeah, so I enjoyed the book. It got it, One was good. Two was way better. More action. Now we see some humans. Yeah. Now more shit's about to go down. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking this book. I really enjoyed it, Steve. Good job, Steve. Hashtag the arm. I'm upset with you. Give me a copy. I better get a screen to answer number three. That's all uh, I got to say. I can't argue with anything you said. Uh, my top two were the exact same, but flipped, just like last week. <laughs> Maybe a recurring trend on the show. Uh, I thought 10 grand was slightly better. Not the same thing bad about Steve. Because I loved Undertow Number 2, but Ten Grand was slightly better. What? (laughs) No. Just slightly. Slightly. Slightly.
1: So technically, there could have been a tie.
0: It could have been. Okay, there you go. All of the... Actually, almost all of the image books that came out this week were great. Uh, If anybody was slipping at all, it was Marvel and DC. There was very few standout books in the superhero genre. No, what's the uh, Avengers World? I I liked Avengers World because... There's yeah. kind of a surprise ending in that one, but uh, mo- most of them, there wasn't much going on. Yeah. So, what, what about you, Sheikh? I know you read comics. What what were your top two of the week that you've read so far, at least? I'd say the number two was Miss Marvel 2. Okay. I, I forgot I about of that enjoyed enjoyed one, actually.
2: The writing, more than anything else. I mean, the way she sort of came to grips with her new abilities, just that struggle. You know, it should never really be that easy, and I kind of enjoyed the way that was portrayed.
0: That one could fall under one. hashtag the arm as well. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the big hand. <laughs> My number one was definitely Undertow, man. I mean, the art is Eisner-worthy, and I really like the dialogue in the book more than anything, man. I know, yeah. right? It's really good. Yeah,
0: I agree with you 100%. Okay, well, there any books you didn't like? Honestly, man, these past two weeks, especially Marvel, pretty good. I think one that, that disappointed me a little bit was uh, The Fuse 2. Hmm. Okay, why? I don't know, I was kind of expecting The Cablers to be something else, man. I don't know, it's kind of weird. That one detective still doesn't look like a female, man, like... It oh, just yeah. Man. It's just weird, dude. It's just weird. It's something that, that I can't get past for some reason. But I guess, like, art is subjective and it is what it is. But either way, I continue to collect it. I mean, I can't wait till number three to tell you the truth. I thought the first um, issue was, was really good. The second oh, one yeah. was a little bit worse, but it was still a, a pretty good read.
2: Yeah, no, definitely it was. Um, especially the way the second one ended, man. I was, yeah. was kind of shocked.
0: Yeah. All right, so let's talk about our pick of the week then, Miguel. What was your pick of the week? Sorry, I was uh, tweeting Steve there. Uh, <laughs> my pick of the week. goes back to another book that just started, and I just love the character. I can relate to him a little bit, I guess. Badass. <laughs> yeah, badass number three. No, you, no, no. You can, re- not... you can relate to his high school years. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I'm not badass like him, but uh, yeah, I love that book. I don't know what to say about the characters. It's a funny guys. And then you got the snake guy there, like, I'm gonna kick your ass. And like, he does, actually. It is really enjoyable.
2: Yeah, I kind of like his origin or his background. He's a very extreme
0: evil dick, man. <laughs> <laughs> the guy just was meant
2: for a villainy and nothing else, dude. Like a true, real psychopath.
0: Yeah, he's definitely. <laughs> okay, so Badass was your pick of the week. Yes. I don't even know what I want to highlight as my pick of the week. Go
2: to get
0: crazy? I had this planned out, but I, I've man, changed hurry. my mind like three times. Who are you? Are you Miguel over there? Because you seem really, You seem a little bit like me now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, my, yeah, how's, shit yeah,
0: how's it together? Yeah, it changed? What, what, what are you an amateur now? What is this? I'm definitely. Yeah. Up, I'm definitely off <laughs> my game apparently. Let's see. My sheik, join suck. in with me. join in with me, sheik. Let's razz him a little bit because I get I get <laughs> I get hazed all the time.
1: Like it's crazy. Yeah, when
0: well, the cat was meowing, I think it was Kel that said, "Is that Miguel?" <laughs>
1: That's
0: how it became. Now there goes Miguel. Yeah, that's why that one episode was. Yeah, I don't know. I can't I expect th- you to take white suits. I can't decide. I, I liked white suits, but I don't know if I liked it enough. I, badass is honestly my pick of the week, but oh, I, can I can't. I, I can't just agree with you on everything. Like, <laughs> like I have to have something that's a little bit different. Well, whatever. Okay, I'll just I'll just agree with you. Badass number three was my pick of the week as well. That's right. Uh, so it's like, badass. This is the second time. Second time we've picked badass as our pick of the week. Yes, <laughs> it is. So it's a good four issue miniseries. I recommend going out there and finding it, picking it up. You can still probably find the back issues for cheap. Damn, it still sucks. It's only a miniseries. Yeah. I hate that crap. Good book, miniseries. Crappy book, goes on forever. <laughs> Speaking of crappy looking books, are you going to pick up all new Ghost Rider next week? No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: getting it. It's just, dude, he has a car. Like, he's supposed to have a motorcycle. Yeah. You know, maybe a horse, dude. Like, I'd be okay with a horse. Maybe it goes, yeah. Like, some kind of motorcycle.
0: Well, it's better than the Ghost Rider 2 movie where he got on the giant, I don't even know what to call it, quarry digger. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Have you seen the second Ghost Rider movie? Yes, God, yes, I (laughs) did. It's pretty ridiculous. I think I went back to the guy at the front and said, can I have my money back? (laughs) All right, well, let's move on. We got an email from one of our fans. Completely unsolicited. His name is uh, Andres Bergen. And he sent us a copy of a comic book that he just published that came out March 15th called Black Slash White. <laughs> I don't think he intended it to be racist. <laughs> but it, it's a noir comic set in a dystopian future. Uh, it's got several different like, small stories uh, about femme fatales and crazy assisted suicides and assassinations and just all kinds of really dark noir kind of short stories. I loved it. I really liked it. Uh, he sent us a free copy to check it out, just unsolicited, like I said, and uh, I, I really enjoyed it. And I thought it would be nice to give him a shout out and tell people where they can go check out his work and see if they like it. He has his comics up for sale for a dollar right now, so it's a cheap download. Great price. Um, and you can find him at <laughs> http://code slash iffybizness dot dot com iffybusiness.weebly.com <laughs> The uh, comic publisher is actually called Iffy Business, so it fits. Yeah, you should definitely uh, pay the dollar for that. It's really good. It was really good, if you like noir comics. If you don't like that kind of dark, edgy stuff, it's probably not for you. But well, you're dark, my friend. I am pretty dark. <laughs> and you're dragging me down there. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. He's in the really, really heavy, heavy music. I am a heavy metal fan. But hey, uh, speaking of the guy uh, being an Aussie... Man, we we're doing pretty good down in Australia. Yeah, we've got a few fans down there. One guy sent us money. That's true. We, we've we've been we wow. getting most most of our support has been coming from down under. It's yeah. kind of strange. We're huge in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> you know, down there, and record an album. <laughs> What's wrong with you, America? No, wait, You're supposed you to like us. <laughs> yes, my friend here decided to put a donation link on our website because you uh, know this is I mean this is kind of expensive and. Uh, uh, some guy just like
2: put some bills in an envelope. Send it
0: to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although we take that too, if yes. anybody's willing. <laughs> but no, I mean we we're trying to raise funds for our upcoming expedition to Comic Palooza because we're going to be doing live interviews and we need a new digital recorder and we need Comical Podcast T-shirts and we need a Comical Podcast banner for when we do our podcast live and uh, all that stuff's going to cost some, a lot of money. And some
1: additional giveaways. Yeah,
0: and, and we we're going to give away some T-shirts and stuff too to our listeners. So we're really trying to raise money, and one of the ways we're doing that, which, unfortunately, we haven't got a lot of uh, support behind yet, is Audible.com. Um, all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com comical and sign up for a free 30-day trial, and when you do, you get a free audiobook download. Mm-hmm. And then if you decide you don't like the service within the 30 days, you can always cancel it. It's no big deal. We get support from them either way, but if you go and you do it, like we said last episode... We're going to be doing a bonus pod, which is really more of a blooper pod. <laughs> Miguel's saying a bunch <laughs> of really stupid things. <laughs> yes, see, there's, there it comes. <laughs> and then when we, great. all you have to do is email me a copy of the receipt from the download to comicalpodcast at gmail.com. And when we have the blooper episode put out there, I'm going to send you a, co- a direct link so you can go and download it. We'd really appreciate your support if you go out there and uh, sign up for Audible through our link. You can also find our link on our website, comicalpodcast.com, if you don't want to try to remember that. <laughs> yeah, no, 150,000 titles. you think there'd be some book you want to download free. Then after that, unsubscribe. It's okay. We still get the money. That's right.
1: But it's a great service. They have a lot of really good books. It is and, It is um, a
0: really good service. And I'm, I've
1: actually downloaded quite a few books from Audible and a uh, pretty fantastic service. So I think you'll be pleased even if you do sign up.
0: Yeah. Cool. And even if you keep it, it's only $15 a month.
2: Awesome. Cheaper than going to Barnes & Noble. That's true. That's true. I honestly don't read unless there's pictures involved, but my girlfriend does read,
0: so yeah. But tell her about it. Tell, tell, <laughs> tell her to go to audibletrial.com slash comical. Sign, sign up. up. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> or, you know, if you want to help contribute or don't want to sign up for Audible, there is a contribute button on our website. That's also the other way you can go. That's where we got that money. That's where we got that money, which we appreciate, by the way. Yes, thank you very much. You know who you are. Yeah, he's a big fan of the show. <laughs> All right, well let's 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 hear a little bit about you, man. Let's hear about Sheik and about your uh, upcoming book.
2: This is probably the first time that, that I've ever really explained what the book is about outside of "Spicy Toilet." When I was a kid, man, I was like, when I was, I was ignorant enough to wonder, you know, hey, God created us, who created God, right? So I figured, you know, I'd answer it. The the way this sort of started was I remember about years ago a year and a half ago when some of the details for that upcoming ninja turtle movie leaked and apparently they were going to be like coming from space or something they're going to be aliens instead of little baby turtles playing green news my buddy ed comes to my house dude like, completely outraged dude you can say whatever you want about ed's mom ed's dad ed's car but dude, you don't talk about turtles you don't
0: so <clears throat> we had ed a similar situation house. with merman here <laughs> right <laughs> so ed comes over to my house completely
2: outraged uh, I guess he, he automatically assumed that I knew what was going on, so he, he like grabs my laptop, he shows me the link, and you know he, he has me, he forces me. Mind you, I think I was cooking at the time. He forces me to you know read the article, and I looked at him, I'm like, oh my god, dude, they can't do this. He goes, like, no, I know, I you know, yeah So me and Ed, from that point on, um, we decided to branch off of this really cool idea I had. One day when we had a like, barbecue at my house and we were sort of drinking and I was drunk, so was it. And that's sort of how the story came about. We decided to sort of give God an origin the story involves nephilims. when the daddy angel and the mommy human love each other very much and after they get
0: married <laughs> you know, when they have a baby and this universe we created, instead of this half angel half human it's actually uh, something totally different it's a Nephilim if you so play Diablo the nephilim, you know what the Nephilim are <laughs> yeah
2: so this one particular one is a little different uh, only because he's uh, Michael's kid the, the archangel Michael okay so God sort of summons the Nephilim and uh, forces him to Do his bidding. In the beginning, the Nephilim's not going to know God's true intentions until much afterwards. But uh, there's going to be a lot of different factions. I mean, it's always going to seem like two, but in reality, there's always going to be three. The story is definitely not going to be a miniseries at all. There is going to be an end to it, but it's going to take a while to tell the whole story. So more than likely, we'll do it in volumes.
0: Okay. At at the end of the day, I mean, the main players are the four pillars.
2: The four pillars are eventually going to be revealed to, to be people of importance. I'll leave it at that. The... Whoever pretty much sides with the four pillars are the ones that are going to succeed either toppling God or helping them out You're not gonna really know which way the four pillars want to go in until much later on Sounds interesting. Instead of doing the whole demon thing where we're doing uh, I mean there are demons of course But then we have uh, campions. cambions are the part human part demon completely test tube though We decided on a alchemist like uh, Satan Over, you know, the the whole magical creating thing, you know, sort of the way God does his thing, he just kind of snaps his fingers and stuff happens. Well, with Satan, we we sort of decided to go to this mad scientist type, barefoot, crazy
0: looking dude. And, I mean, what else can
2: I spill here?
0: (laughs) You don't want, don't want want to give the whole story Yeah, No, no, trust me, dude. There's a lot to this book. There's
2: a lot. This is really going to be one of those books that are really going to command your attention. As far as art goes, I've always said this, dude. Like, anything with, like, an image or especially a vertical label doesn't suck. Like, I don't think I've ever really read, like, a $4 image book or anything with a vertical label that sucked. You know, and especially a lot of the the higher-end vertical books, each page is, like, practically a work of art. Like, you can rip it and, like, hang it and stuff, you know. And then that's sort of what we're going for. We're sort of using, like, a texturized type color thing. Not on the covers, but on the interior pages. The anatomy is going to be slightly abstract, but in a good way. And the fighting scenes is really what we want to really showcase more than anything else. Just how how badass fighting can just look. When weapons are drawn, everything's going to be pretty epic. We were totally avoiding the whole manga thing, where eventually the hero isn't strong enough. And then he gets this crazy power-up.
0: He stands there and screams for three issues, and then he wins somehow.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so... We're definitely avoiding that. We're also avoiding the, the drawn-out fights, too, where people have to fight for, like, two or three weeks or months or something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's I exhausting. I, mean, I
0: love manga, I do. Uh, I love Manwa as well, the South Korean manga. And we're definitely not going towards that route at all.
2: Okay. Uh, my crew's pretty solid. I have Ed. Uh, he's my co-writer. I have Jay. Jay is an awesome artist. And I have Cesper. He, he's read a couple comic books here and there. But I sort of have Cesper just to handle like half of the, the marketing. So, so he does that. He also does all of the, the CEO stuff
0: I can't and don't really want to do. That's fair.
2: <laughs> so I, I've got him there. I mean, just just a position like that. Dude, it had to be somebody I completely trusted.
0: And I've known Cesper before I've even known Scrappy, dude. Cool. So, yeah, I mean, so, so how, how, how much of the book have you actually gotten written at this point?
2: The whole book is written. Okay. Um, we're actually, in terms of story... We're facing down the barrel of what could very well be uh, issue four. Right now, we're converting a story to script so Jay can draw and do his thing.
0: And you're you're trying to fund the whole thing through Kickstarter, huh?
2: Well, no, the majority of the project has actually uh, been funded by ourselves. In the beginning, Ed took a second job. I picked up some overtime. In the beginning, Cesper still wasn't like in the picture. Like I was only dedicating maybe 10 to 15 hours a week to this. Eventually, um, I found myself going part time. So did Ed, and so did Jay. And I just really needed the help. And I took half of Cesper's uh, marketing stuff, and I told Cesper oversee the marketing, but do all of this. So I can continue to write. And it's now come to the point to where we don't need the money to sustain ourselves, but we do need the money to
0: continue. Okay. Well, uh, we have a link to your Kickstarter, and I sent it out on Twitter already, but when I post the episode, I'll go ahead and include the link so that people can go check it out. It's kind of an unusual video attached to the Kickstarter. Did you watch the video, Miguel? No, I didn't. Is <laughs> God, that... Uh... I think it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you in the video?
2: Yes, I'm the one on the floor. <laughs>
0: So, uh, if you watch the video, you can put a, a face with the name. <laughs>
2: yeah. I actually created this intro video, you know, and it w- I did it on After Effects. Like, it looks so cool, dude, the way the comic book, this, this, imagine that comic book sort of opened up and it revealed character renderings and this and that. But everybody's Kickstarter sort of had that. It, it was either that or, you know, the, the group sort of, like, sitting on a couch or a stool or something and, you know, they're sort of explaining what the comic book is. I kind of wanted something different.
0: Well, you, you succeeded. <laughs> Now thanks. I want to see this. Well, it sounds pretty cool. It sounds like an interesting concept. I've always been a big fan of the heaven versus hell kind of stories. And it sounds like you've taken it a little bit further, showcasing the uh, four pillars, the the beings that are the centerpieces of the universe, like responsible for determining the fate of the war. It sounds pretty cool. Yeah, thanks. We'll definitely uh, check it out. <laughs> yeah, we don't, you're not worried about offending anyone, are you? You know what, dude? I, because of what I did with um, Jesus and Adam and Eve... Like, my mom, she's a very devout Catholic,
2: you know, God bless her. Mm But she was thoroughly offended. Like, thoroughly offended. (laughs) Like, she was not cool with this at all, you know? Even my kid, dude, he thinks I went too far, too. So, (laughs) yeah, I guess it's going to be one of those books that are going to offend everybody, or at least a very large portion of people. But it's a pretty cool story.
0: And that's cool. Me and my buddy here, we... Well, I mean, it takes a lot to get offended, you know. We, we pretty much... We, we don't get offended by anything, but, like, I think it's fine to, to create something that can offend people because it makes people think, you know. The, the free thinkers of the world will read it and consider it for what it is. And, you know, the people that are going to just outright put it down or ignore it because they don't agree with the content, you know, the book wasn't written for them anyways, right? Yeah, <laughs> It's a freaking comic book. It's not there. he's like, this is how it is, this is how it was, you know. The freaking Pope is not coming down. No! I understand people, man. People just... I don't understand people either, because I God, I don't get offended serious. by anything. Yeah, it's a little controversy, you know. I mean, we put out episodes called Mexican Robo Love. <laughs> <You bastard. laughs> somebody somebody can be offended by that. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I call him a racist at least four times during the during the show. <laughs> but you kept bringing up race. It wasn't even me. <laughs> you can't pin it on me. <laughs> no, it, it, yeah, you're not gonna offend me. I, it's cool with me. I'm fine. Story, everything is cool. I'm I'm down with it. It's good. Doesn't bother me at all. Oh, not true. one bit. Miguel's a a Catholic too, but not my mother. She might set the damn thing on fire. <laughs> See, I, I know exactly where you're coming from, but you should you should just put a warning label on the book that says caution, not for mothers. Yeah. Something <laughs> generation, man. Something about that generation. Yeah. I'm yeah.
1: Catholic too. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I like the way
0: Heather put that out there. <laughs> yeah, she always has great little long liners. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Yeah. <laughs> Mother. Nice, nice, nice tag instead of explicit lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything else in particular you want to uh, say about the book? Uh definitely want
2: to thank um, Psych Donnelly. Um,
0: he works with uh, Omar. Yeah, yeah, awesome comics. Uh, I think his Twitter is at um, Exploding Bullet. Yep. He yep. gave me a lot of Kickstarter advice, dude, like, more than what he really should've, it yeah. <laughs>
2: gave me a lot, dude. Like, remember when you told me that a lot of the cats in the comic book industry they they buddy up and they help each other out and just freely give advice? Yeah, definitely, man. Like, I really felt a lot of love from Mister um, Maloney for sure. In the very beginning, man, when me and Ed really didn't know what we were doing, I actually reached out to a couple of um, writers and artists, you know, just to ask a few questions, man. I tried my best to be like completely respectful, and I, I think I did a really good job at not being myself, you know. And, and mind you, these aren't like people
0: who are completely known. Like if Stanley doesn't reply to my email, I would know why, you know, because <laughs> yeah, it's freaking Stan Lee. You know, No, but cool. Omar and Seek are both really good guys, and like uh, I've talked to both of them many times on Twitter, and you know we had Omar on the show, and I'm, we're going to have Seek on the show when his book comes out too. But they're they're yeah. a great they're a great resource if uh, if you can get to know them. <laughs> Seek. I've, I've heard it pronounced Seek. Uh, I thought Omar said Seek. Oh man, he's gonna hear this. But yeah, you know, so so I sent these, e-
2: these emails out to to people who just broke into the business, dude. Like, you know, I mean, I'm not even talking about they just hit Marvel or DC. Like, they they just recently broke in, barely selling. You know, according to Diamond's numbers, five to seven thousand issues a month, and I never got a reply back. And that totally sucked, dude. Yeah. Like, just sucked. And um, as I got further and further into the, the whole social networking thing, uh, I started getting emails, dude, especially after I, I put up the website. And I barely know where the hell I'm standing, dude, but if I can help you out, I'll help you out. And I've answered like tons of questions to a bunch of guys and just sort of paid it forward, paid it forward for sure. But as far as the book goes... Yeah, that's really all
0: I can review as far as the plot. Man, thank God you guys are editing this stuff. I'm just like, it's okay. Shouldn't have like that monster. It's okay, man. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll make you sound good. I mean, I make Miguel sound good every week. And what the hell? <laughs>
2: that sounds pretty good. Yeah, the book is gonna be dope, dude. Um. You know, if, if the Kickstarter doesn't work, it's cool. You know, at the very least, I was able to use it to enlighten others, sort of see what we're doing, uh, maybe gain a fan or two. And one way or the other, the book's going to come out. You know, it's either going to come out ASAP before the summer or it's going to take a couple more years. But
0: Are you publishing most, it yourselves or are you going with a different publisher?
2: Well, as far as Spicy Toilet goes, I, I always wanted to run it incredibly transparent. Every time a decision arose, dude, like every time something would come up, I'd sit down with everybody at the table and discuss it. And majority, you know, just complete democracy, majority rule. So we do that every now and then when something comes up. And there's some, sometimes there are decisions that only I could really make. But since Cesper exists, I sort of put it on Cesper and he does whatever. Cesper's like a, a Jiminy Cricket, dude. He, <laughs> he's ran like a lot of successful businesses before and just sold them off, you know? It's
1: good to have somebody like when, that in your corner.
2: Yeah. You so that- no, it's awesome. I mean, considering everybody's pretty much like working for free except Jay, yeah, dude. <laughs> The fact that everybody can just, like, share this dream, you know, Ed, me, Cesper, it's amazing. And Jay, I mean, he, he in the beginning, like, I got this crazy vibe from him, and he was willing to do the damn thing for free, but I, him being an artist, I, I've heard, like, these terrible stories of how artists sort of get taken advantage of, and I didn't ever want him to feel that way. I figured if anything was ever going to come up in the future that would require him to work for free for, like, a day or two until I paid him, I'd rather it be when, you know, he trusts me a little more, you know, because he's in Tennessee and I'm in Miami, so it's, you know, one of those things, but, um, the decision in regards to submitting came up, and we all spoke about it, and it was hung, dude, like, uh, two wanted to submit, the other two didn't, the other two wanted to go self-published. There's a lot of pros and cons when it comes to, you know, submitting and, going self-published yeah so since two wanted to self-publish and it was completely hung like 50 50 we are going to go ahead and submit and at the same time we're also going to submit to diamond just to make sure that that you know our book meets their standard if the submission goes sideways then there you go dude, you know we're going self-published
0: okay that's, a good that's cool whenever it comes out we you know we're going to pick it up and we'll, <laughs> wow, get, we'll have to get your uh, info so i can send it to you so you can sign it and send it back to me for <laughs> <laughs> sure cool well, you know, hey, uh, talk to the toilet man, because, you know, my boy here wants to write a book, too. You call him the toilet man? Yeah, I call, no, I call him the toilet, I call him the toilet, <laughs> the, toilet, the man, D-A. <laughs> so now
2: he's a plumber? <laughs> <laughs> you know what happens at least once, like, every two weeks? It's toilet either gets on, um, it's usually on Instagram, yeah. Somebody would just
0: put a comment on my picture, you know, with a screen name like that. Right. I just have to follow you. Or, <laughs> you know, every
2: moon a screen name comes around, you know, comes around that just
0: has to get followed spicy toilet is very intriguing you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll explain how I got how we came up with that name that's my funny story by the way okay well hold on for a second then Heather's going to go first so the next segment oh. is the one we introduced last week which we're calling tell me a funny story so Heather Tell me a funny story.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, this is, like, a really embarrassing story, but it's funny to... It'll be funny to everyone else. Um, It's funny to me now. I wasn't funny at the time. So I was was about 10, and I don't know if any of you out there have ever seen, like, a loofah sponge. But it has, like, holes, and it's, like, kind of webbed. It's like a bizarre-looking brown, ugly-ass sponge.
0: Yeah, I've seen one. Okay, okay.
1: Well... My mom had one in the shower and I decided to take a shower. No, this is not a dirty story. I promise. <laughs> um,
0: we just got spiking listeners and we just lost them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so I was taking a shower and I was using the sponge. And all of a sudden I looked down at my belly button and I freaked out, ran out of the shower. No clothes on, mind you. My mom was in our kitchen with this giant, it had like a giant bay window in the kitchen that was like with a view of our neighborhood, okay? And she's in the kitchen. I run in, butt naked, screaming that there's something growing out of my belly button. (laughs) I know, it's really weird. I was freaking out. She said, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I said, there's something growing out of me. There's something attached to me. I don't know what it is. So she pulls on it. Sure enough, it was part of the sponge. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, needless so to say, I, I had a, a piece of sponge stuck in my belly button thinking that it was, I don't know. And I was old enough to know at that point that things shouldn't be growing out of your belly
0: button, but... Well, every, everybody has weird misconceptions when they're little kids. I mean, you were old enough probably to know that, but I mean, I, I know I had weird misconceptions about the world when I was a little kid. I want to know about your misconceptions. <laughs> like I used to, when I was really little, probably like six or so, I would walk by and my mom would be watching talk shows on TV, and I was always afraid that the people in the talk show could see me. Because like you'd be watching like <laughs> <laughs> you'd be watching like a drama or a TV like a comedy or something, and you could tell they were acting, but in a talk show, they were always sitting around staring out towards the camera. So I always assumed those people were like looking through a window into my living room. <laughs> Everybody has weird misconceptions when they're a kid. That's
1: pretty fucked up. <laughs> what is
0: wrong with you?
1: <laughs> well, I guess we're a good match because you thought people were watching you from the TV and I thought things were growing out of my Pokemon, <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Match, made it, match made it happen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know you had some weird misconceptions when you were a kid. Nah, you know, I'll go with the, the TV type thing, but it's more when you get a picture, and you get a photo, it's, in the, it's hanging on the wall, and you walk by and you keep on looking at it, and it looks like the eyes are falling you everywhere you go. Like, okay. And, of course, my mom being religious, she is. It was a Jesus picture, so it used to freak me out. So that's why I was I'd always going to tell my mom, Mama, this is the bad. <laughs> <laughs> it just freaked me out because I always thought he was looking at me like, well, I didn't do it. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> that's pretty funny. So my question is, how many people did you moon? Put I'm, the sure big window. I'm, I'm
1: sure quite a few. I'm sure quite a few. I don't know. No one ever came and said, hey, by the way, we saw your daughter butt naked. <laughs> What the what the fuck is wrong with your family? Like, why do you let your ten-year-old kid run around?
0: Well, more importantly, did you save the sponge?
1: No, I threw the sponge away. <laughs> and the piece that was stuck in my belly button that I thought I was growing up. Would have
0: been even better if her mom had like a radio on and she came run right out of it. <laughs>
1: Is my mom was like laughing And making fun of me After she pulled it out She's like what the hell Is wrong with you You don't know like What's in your belly button You're like really so stupid
0: It's a punion I mean...
1: <laughs> She was like She just totally Completely made fun of me And she still tells That story to this day
0: Well that's pretty funny That's pretty silly And I told Sheik He had to tell his funny story too So let's hear Sheik's funny story
2: I hope it's better than mine Mine has really Nothing to do when I was a kid Um It's sort of how we came up with the name Spicy Toilet. I mean, before our dialogue was even, before it could even be considered dialogue really, um, Ed and I, we were sitting in my kitchen and we figured, hey, you know, let's get our articles of incorporation. Okay, cool, Ed, let's do it. So I go online and you know, I'm doing the whole thing and we got to, apparently we had to pick a name for the business and we looked at at each other and we had no idea what to call this. So we got a whole bunch of scraps of uh, pieces of paper And we wrote a bunch of random words
0: on paper and threw them in a hat. It was not a pimp hat, though. It was
2: (laughs) a a messed up, like, Yankees cap. But uh, we pulled out two, you know, because we were going to do, like, the compound word thing. And uh, out came out Toilet Spicy. So, you know, I'm (laughs) typing it in, like, yeah, man, Toilet Spicy. That sounds great. Ed's like, I'm telling you, dude, it's awesome. And, you know, my kid walks in, like, you guys are stupid. We'll just call it Spicy Toilet. So, that's how it came about.
0: It is infinitely better. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the logo, dude? <laughs> well, I've seen the one now. I don't really know what it would be. Vice versa. <laughs>
2: Maybe like a toilet made of jalapeno or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> All I'm picturing is Hold that on. episode of Beavis and Butthead where Beavis is like taking his french fries and getting the ketchup off the toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> I just toilet. To I thought you were going to go somewhere along line. Well, you know, we all go in the bathroom and we really stick it up pretty bad. So you know, I thought it was, I thought it was going to be a bean burritos. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be bean burritos, that. man. I've seen you after you eat a bean burrito. <laughs> I, I smelt you right. You there, are I not say. With me. I've smelt you. I should say it's a little bit different. That's not me. That's that guy in the crutch. <laughs> Miguel, Miguel's, Miguel's a, a big proponent of uh, redneck drive bys. <laughs> <laughs> One time. What time? You know what a redneck drive by is, Chic?
2: No, but it sounds amazing. This, this is why you guys are number one in Australia. Cool. <laughs> Absolutely. It's when
0: you you walk by and you stand in somebody's cubicle and you fart. It's one of those silent farts, and you walk away before they even <laughs> know what happened. <laughs> he was talking a lot of shit, man. I had to give him some. <laughs> I bought him a bean burrito and I, I've, I regretted it immediately. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. I would. I don't want that responsibility. (laughs) I don't want you to have that responsibility. If my memory serves me correctly, I went to the bath immediately after that. (laughs) Okay, that ends Tell Me a Funny Story. (laughs) Let's move on to our next segment, which is something Miguel came up with, which is not truly original because several other uh, sites on the web do this as well. I know uh, Comic Book Resources does it. I know Sideshow Collectibles has been doing it. But we're doing our own uh, take on March Madness with comic book characters. We're calling it Comical Madness. I didn't even know that. You didn't know other people did it? No, I just, when I started looking at Facebook, I noticed some people had them. like, oh, come on now, are you cheesing this off of us or we cheesing it off of you? I didn't even see that. Like I said, I thought of it because of the basketball thing. Did you know how I'm in the basketball. Well, most of the ones online that have existed previously do a DC versus Marvel kind of uh, competition. What we did was we asked our fans to give us lists of their top five favorite comic book characters, and then uh, we randomized them, and our tournament brackets are full of uh, some interesting matchups because it's completely random. Yeah, it is. There's be some serious ass whoopings in some, and some are a lot closer than people think. And we're probably going to offend a lot of people today with who we pick or who we decide wins. Maybe. People are always passionate about these. Who would win in a fight? But we're going to discuss it. We're going to talk these this first round out. And every week going on, we're going to continue the tournament until we have one winner. So start us off, man. Awesome. Which one are we starting with? So the first battle is Thanos versus Hal Jordan. That's not a battle. <laughs> <laughs> fight over. <laughs> Let's get our guest's opinion on this. I don't think there's any way Hal Jordan wins this fight. Wait, 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 but... Lantern, Hal Jordan, or I'm talking Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, and, and, and Thanos without the Infinity Gauntlet. <sighs> Even then, man. Even it's then, it's not wholesome. close. <laughs> <laughs> if Superman can punch through Green Lantern's constructs, there's no way Thanos can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, what were you thinking? Hal Jordan, Air Force pilot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be just just as easy for Thanos to deal with. So, yeah, sure. are, are we in agreement? There's no way Thanos loses this one. Yeah, there's no way he loses. Uh, Thanos has it. All right. He sneezes and wins, and it's over.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he claps.
0: Yeah. Like we said, a few of these are definitely one side. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes. So let's move on, then. Uh, we're going to give Thanos the win on that one. Real simple. One and done. Easy. Yeah. Shut up, Miguel. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I get oh, my God. <laughs> the next one, Bullseye versus Howard the Duck.
1: Howard the Duck.
0: Howard the Duck is a master of quack-foo. That's right.
1: He is. He's a genius.
0: Bullseye is one of the most lethal assassins in the Marvel Universe.
1: Yes, but Howard the Duck is so fucking annoying that he would win. He's, like, annoying as shit.
0: Bullseye doesn't miss. All it would take is one shot, and, and Howard no, would probably be dead. No,
1: he, he could totally distract him.
0: I had to go investigate what the hell Howard the Duck has, because I've seen the movie. <laughs> it's a Playboy Duck, I guess, you know, with Leah Thompson. You know, hey, okay, all right, respect. So, yeah, he said Master Quack-Fu, Iron Duck armor. He has superhuman strength, durability foot-mounted leaping coils and flamethrower in both arms. Not enough. <laughs> Not enough, I'm sorry. Bullseye really? laughs no. at him, cooks him, and eats him. Yeah. <laughs> Bullseye's dining on roasted duck. Exactly.
1: <laughs> well, I don't expert. think that's fair. I don't think you're giving Howard the duck enough enough...
0: Uh... I don't think you're giving Bullseye enough credit. Yeah, expert. he's an expert martial artist, hand-to-hand combatant, peak level human condition. I mean, and he's a...
2: Howard's always been Himself out of a lot of trouble, man. He's incredibly lucky, but Bullseye doesn't miss,
0: dude. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll give that one to Bullseye. I think that was fair. So the next one's a little more interesting: uh, North Star versus the Midnighter. Who? <laughs> <laughs> <Are> you, <laughs> who, the hell, who the hell came up with these guys? Are you familiar with those character sheets?
2: I am familiar with
0: North Star, and I
2: had to look up the other
0: dude. We had to look up both. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who these guys are. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of know North Star a little bit from back in, like, X-Men days from the early 2000s and stuff, but... Uh, Alpha I've, Flight, right? Yeah, and Alpha Flight. Isn't that Canadian? Hmm? Okay, you know I'm not reading that crap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my Canadian fans. <laughs> Countryist. <laughs> Alpha Flight, it's that guy with the big Sasquatch, right? You mean Sasquatch? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and there's the, the little dude.
0: Uh, yeah, Puck. Puck, right? Puck. Best character there. The other Puck. Yeah. Well, looking at this, I think Midnighter wins, because he's pretty damn hard to kill. Yeah, uh, if you put it that way... <sighs> he's relentless. He's got two hearts.
1: Two hearts? Shit. That's yeah. right, he does
0: have two hearts. you got to kill him twice. Yeah. Damn. So even if Northstar gets a lucky shot off and takes him out once, he's going to come back. still don't know. Yeah, that. I think I'll agree with you on that one. Plus, Northstar's Canadian, so he loses by default. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what did you just call me earlier? You
1: you're a countryist now.
0: Look, man, any guy with two hearts has to win because he's too hard. you got to kill him twice. Yeah. So, yeah, i go with midnight. I don't know much about him, so I'll go with you. The group says what? Midnighter? Midnighter. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's the third battle down. Here's an interesting one. General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross as Red Hulk versus Batman. Batman is, is it is it a one-sided fight though uh
2: no I wouldn't say one-sided at all Batman's just he's always prepared dude I mean if you're gonna take him down you definitely gotta get him by surprise and surprising the Batman is not an easy thing
0: unless you have brute strength I mean like that's the thing Batman didn't always necessarily get surprised by Bane Bane was a very straightforward fighter and yeah. Bane managed to kick his ass quite a few times yeah Yep. Red Hulk's That's gotta true. be Red Hulk's gotta be A comparable power level To Bane
2: Well that and he's Hot as hell too
0: you know? Right Don't <laughs> not talk about Your feelings for him we about- <laughs> <laughs> He is pretty sexy <laughs> uh, I hate when this show Goes this way <laughs> Look yeah, I know it's Ross Red Hulk You know Military strategist Okay I get that You know Access to advanced technology And weapons on it Brouhaha You know we know He generates heat When he gets pissed off But like she was saying earlier, Batman is Batman, and we saw him whoop fans ass. And Batman has the contingency plans to take out all the other superheroes, the friends, you know, all the big badasses. DC characters. I think the Batman? real I think the real question is how much time does Batman have to prepare? If <sighs> Batman has a whole day to prepare for this fight, there's no way Batman loses. Right. If Batman has an hour to prepare for this fight, which is I think what CBR does in their battles, they say each character has an hour to prepare. It's really close, I think. That's not a lot of time for him to design some bat suit that's heat resistant and can stand up to the temperatures Red Hulk's putting out. No, yeah, but his you know, cape. I guess the wind would have to go inside of the Red Hulk for sure. No, his cape. You forget, his cape is heat resistant. He uses his cape in multiple stories already that he can wrap himself in and he doesn't get any damage. He got blown out of something where he was, had he not had that cape, he'd be dead. It's that a is, freaking cape. That is true. And actually, Red Hulk's been kind of neutered. They took away the ability to get too hot because if he gets hmm. too hot, he'll like kill himself. Hmm. I, I I
1: think Batman.
0: I think Batman wins, but I think it's a really close fight. Yes, definitely <laughs> close. He's a good. Hand- I mean, like I said, DC has him down as their greatest hand-to-hand guy ever. He's a detective, obviously. Russell Bruce calls him a detective. He's acrobat. He's got you know his martial artists. I mean, I think if uh, it's Green Hulk, Batman, a... Batman loses. <laughs> oh hell yeah! He's a... Oh yeah, Batman's screwed, dude. Yeah. He's a strategist. You know, he's also good with swords. I've never seen him get trapped by anybody and not get out of it. Yeah. No, we saw him kick Solomon Grundy's ass in a few moments. Solomon Grundy don't need pants. Oh, yeah, he got his ass, but we don't need him anymore. (laughs) I mean, all the movies you see, okay, what was that good movie? Uh, Public Enemies. You saw Batman, it was Batman and Superman kicking everyone's ass. At one point, Batman was beating five guys by himself while Superman was fighting one other person, and Batman is just a badass. I I vote Batman. I, I seriously think it's a good, it's a battle I actually would like to see. Yeah, me too. But I think Batman wins. I think Batman Barely. To, he doesn't walk out unscathed. Don't get me wrong. He walks out hurt, but he wins.
2: Uh, it's hard, man. I mean, you're only giving him an hour to get ready. I mean, all, all the
0: Red Hawk has to do is just land one hit. It's over. Everything breaks. What if he wears that suit when he fought Superman? If he if he has an hour to prepare and he prepares like he's gonna fight Bane, but he also like in, incorporates some weaponry that'll like fight against like the, the weaponry he used against the Talons that like froze him or whatever. Uh-huh. That would still be pretty effective against Red Hulk, right?
2: I think so. Yeah, if that's the case, it yeah, Batman hands down.
0: So he probably has some gadgets already stored away that are, are good for this fight. I think.
2: Yeah, I mean he could end up having something just hanging out in the game, eh, you know, ready for somebody else.
0: And... Gonna drop a giant nickel on him. <laughs> you know, Isn't it a penny, or is it a nickel? It's a oh penny. yeah, it's, it's a penny. Yeah, that's so why I looked at him cross-eyed. It's a penny. It's a penny. My <laughs> <Okay>. bad. <laughs> it's because I flipped a Canadian nickel at him earlier today. That's right. <laughs> All right, so we'll give that we'll give that one to Batman. Next fight, <laughs> Merman. <laughs> Merman versus Rorschach. <laughs> we know who wins this. Merman wins. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of controversy. Like the the people that put these two guys up. It's a freaking guy in a mask. <laughs> the people that put Rorschach up. are It's are, a freaking guy in a mask that changes when he. Ooh, ooh, look! I got spots here. I got spots there. He's he's a good detective. Everybody, I do not mean to fan What <laughs> yeah. the fuck is the detective work gonna do Against a guy with a trident and the ability to control sea creatures? You're right. He
1: has a trident.
0: Merman Merman summons the Loch Ness monster. The Loch Ness monster bites Rorschach. Exactly. <laughs> <up. laughs> Merman wins. <laughs> yeah, man. We got to give that one to Merman. Oh, yeah fuck Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> that was definitely one-sided. I don't even know how you even thought that guy would win. I didn't. I was just Playing devil's advocate for our listeners who <laughs> voted for Rorschach. <laughs> really? Somebody has to. What the hell? <laughs> It's like the people that sat here when they said, Aquaman will win. Whatever. You mean pe- those people? <laughs> yeah, those people.
1: <laughs> well was me. That's for damn sure.
0: Uh, <sighs>
1: Aquaman died.
0: He's one of the greatest Master the Universe characters around. Come on. Exactly. He's definitely better than Extendar. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> or Mechaneck. <laughs> oh, God. Manny faces. Yeah. Man- hey, don't be hating on Manny faces. <laughs> that guy was great. I like Manny faces. I would. Stinkor. We already talked about Stinkor. <laughs> cool. All right, so my guy wins. The next one is Rom versus Lobo. I know a lot about Lobo. I read Lobo books when I was a kid. Rom, however, I, I think I've only read like two Rom comics in my entire life. And I know he's really popular on the internet. I, I know that uh, Aaron Meyer is over on uh, Comics Therapy says he's like his favorite character of all time. But uh, I haven't read a whole lot of Rom. <laughs> Isn't that the crap we got on our computer? <laughs> 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 Rom. Are you a big Rom fan, chief? I don't know on the map. Until
2: I looked them up and I actually gave it the winner logo.
0: Well, you got, you got the Wikipedia page open, Miguel. Why don't you give us the stats? What are you talking about? There's no Wikipedia here. <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at... Here, let me break this out for you real quick. Okay. So, Rom, Space Knight, has armor that gives him superhuman strength, extreme durability, flight, space travel via backpack rockets, survive the vacuum of space, self-repair capabilities... Use the high tech weapons. So basically, you tell me you can beat him down. He fi- he's freaking Nimrod from the X Men. He busts him apart. He, he self brings himself back together. Mends himself together. Okay, cool. He can
1: fucking heal himself. Well,
0: then, yeah, I think. Yeah, but but okay, well, Lobo is immortal. Lobo does the same thing. If somehow Lobo does get destroyed, he completely heals. He can heal back from a blo- drop of blood. One drop of blood.
1: Anony. So it's a tie. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: But he's also a genius. Yeah. So it's a tie? And He rides around space on a motorcycle. <laughs> I know, come on. <laughs> Bass on a motorcycle. I do he have a dog. Like I said, so... I don't remember. I think he has a dog. Yeah? Yeah, Yeah. he has a dog, because remember when Atrocious had his cat, Dexter? Yeah. There was a moment where he was scaring his dog in Red Lanterns? I don't think I read that issue. Uh,
1: Can they both uh, win? I don't know.
0: Well, one of them has to win. Because Lobo's also strong, uh, you know, stamina, durability, and a superhuman sense of smell. That's a useful ability. I can smell the spicy food from here. <laughs> I
1: think that would <laughs> backfire on him many
0: occasions. There was a reddrake red drive. Come in here. I'm gonna go with Lobo.
2: One thing that Lobo has, or rather what he doesn't have, <clears throat> is I think the ability to stay calm. Uh, Lobo is not really much of a strategist, man. I really feel that he just go all out from the very beginning, and you're dealing with two immortal beings, and Lobo being the more extreme of, he might not care about, you know, if they're fighting in, in between buildings, he might not care about the surroundings or anything like that in the way Rom would. I'd give Lobo
0: the win. Because he's more ruthless. Badass, I can see that. I can see giving it to Lobo because he's more ruthless than the two. <laughs> cool. No, I didn't know so that. you agree with me again? <laughs> <laughs> Does this agree with Miguel then? That's right. Miguel is beautiful. <laughs> oh, yes, he is. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sweet, Lobo. <laughs> um, I, 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 I said nothing. Ah oh, crap! That doesn't bode well for Merman next time around. Damn it! <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you agreeing with M- Miguel Day, where's your BFF necklace?
0: <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a funny story for another day. No, we, we might we might as well tell it now. No, we're in the middle of the, we're in the middle of the challenge, man. You can't do that. We're in the middle of, of comic book madness. Miguel got us matching BFF necklaces, <laughs> <laughs> only because my wife thought. It would be a funny joke in retaliation to you sending me a freaking pink peep plush doll. It was funny. <laughs> we know pink's your favorite color. No, it's not. We know we know, you, we know you love peeps. That I do. Peeps and poops.
2: Dude, just you know, do one of the. It's not pink. It's salmon. Thing, you
0: know <laughs> <laughs> what is that our hashtag peeps and poops he's the toilet I'm the peeps <laughs> hey peeps and poops you live here from <laughs> I think we just came up with a spinoff <laughs> <laughs> why well, you gotta label us man <laughs> you want to label <laughs> alright what's next man Who, who's next so the next one oh yeah Deadpool versus the Punisher oh god I like this one like, like one. Deadpool so succinctly put it in Thunderbolts 20 something oh yeah Frank Castle may kill him first but Deadpool will kill him last. So true. Agreed. But can you imagine the fight? Oh, it would be it would be brutal, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. the collateral damage would be amazing. Because those two hate each other. <laughs> there's yeah. no there's no ifs ands or buts about it. Castle does not like Deadpool, and Deadpool does not like him. How many times have you shot him in the series already? Twice, three times. And <laughs> the van is like somebody put a bullet. Boom! They didn't even finish the sentence. <laughs> shot him in the head. Yeah. It, it it lends to a lot of comedy between the two of them, but I'm pretty sure this one goes to Deadpool. Yeah, because no matter what yeah. you do to him, you cut him up, whatever, you know, he gets back together, he's coming back to get you. You kill Punisher, he's done. Finish over. Yeah. Coming to get you. No matter you. how hard he is to kill. <laughs> I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. <laughs> yeah, so Deadpool. My vote's for Deadpool. Yeah, I knew it was.
1: <laughs> I have to say Deadpool. because.
0: Is he unanimous? Deadpool, absolutely. Gotcha. Okay. Moving on. Another one of the more interesting matchups. To uh, whom? To everybody. No.
2: <laughs> well, you okay, just, go ahead. You good. just
0: don't like it because you don't like one of the people <laughs> that vote. Hellboy versus Aquaman. Hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's close. I think it's a really good knockdown dragout fight. <laughs> the oh. man. I mean,
2: where where would they fight?
0: We can assume they're fighting on land.
2: Land, and we're dealing with the, the Aquaman that can sort of do the whole
0: hydrokinesis thing. Yeah. Yes. No. I might have to go with Aquaman. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's cl- it's close, though, right? I mean, Hellboy's no punk.
2: Yeah. No, no, hell no, dude, but uh, Aquaman's Aquaman.
0: Dude. Yeah. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Aquaman's Aquaman.
2: He's not as worthless as before.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, I remember Aquaman for the Super Friends, you know, they'll do a damn thing. So Aquaman summons a shark. Do-do-do-do-do. The Wonder oh, Twins yeah. were more useful yeah. than his piece of crap in that show, but... Yeah, after doing some research on this crap and... Like, he's, he's come a long way in the last 30 years. And then you play Injustice, you're like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he wins. I think Aquaman wins by a slight edge. But yeah, some of the stuff nice he can slider. do is crazy. The next one, Taskmaster versus Spider-Man. Spider-Man is known to be the greatest hero of all time. Taskmaster sees you and can mimic you. He is an amazing fighter. He's vicious, ruthless, and everything else you can think of. I just think, what we learned from Superior and what uh, Doc Ock can do with Spider-Man, and he said that one statement that he realizes that Peter, or excuse me, you know, Peter Parker with Spider-Man was holding back. Because you see what he can do using Spider-Man's powers, and we don't even know that's full potential yet. I think Spider-Man wins. I think Spider-Man wins, but for a completely different reason. But using his web shooters. Yeah, I think, I think it comes down to Peter has better gadgetry than Taskmaster does. I mean, the web shooters are going to trap him, tie him down, and then Peter's just going to pummel him. Taskmaster, like, in a, a straight-on, no-gadget, hand-to-hand fight, I think Taskmaster wins because he has all of Peter's fighting abilities plus whoever else. Yeah, we think this, the spider sense helps him. But, yeah. When Taskmaster tries to get him, even though he can mimic him, you know. I think we give it to Spider-Man. Dr. Octopus was be, able to become a better Spider-Man
2: than Peter Parker, or, you know, at least a superior Spider-Man than Peter Parker. Yes. was stopping <laughs> Taskmaster from doing the same thing I mean, if he has Granted, if he has enough time to sort of get a good Handle on Spider-Man's abilities You
0: know? He doesn't even need a lot of time But what I'm saying is it comes down to the gadgetry Like, uh... Yeah,
2: yeah I think, yeah And Spider-Man has a huge, like, long-range um, Ability, sort of, in his favor, too I think
0: Spider-Man Spider-Man. That's what I said, Spider-Man As much as I love Taskmaster Yeah, I know, that's hard for you I'm, It, it I'm is hard for me you shed, Did you shed a tear? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so so she can you agree with me that uh well i don't know if you agree with me but uh doc ock is clearly a better spider-man huh? Mm. Oh, uh-huh.
2: yeah he did become the better spider-man i mean i definitely want parker back though
0: uh-huh. that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you knew it was going to happen eventually uh-huh. I-, I wish superior was going for another year honestly i think he They had a lot more stories they could have told of Ox Spidey. Yeah, that would have been
2: cool. Um, I kind of want to see what they're going to do with Miguel O'Hara. Yeah, 2099.
0: 2099 You look look all confused. They're like, I'm not Spider-Man. Yeah, no. no. At least they mentioned the other Spider-Guy. Spider-Guy from (laughs) Mighty Avengers? (laughs) That guy's funny. Ronan? (laughs) So Spider-Man is the victor. All right. Cool. Next battle. Captain America versus Carnage. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. Carnage. I think Carnage, too, because there's a precedent for it. In Carnage USA, all Carnage had to do was uh, break off a little tiny bit of a s- symbiote, and uh, he basically fused it with Captain America and, and left him paralyzed. And he just he could have killed him, but Spider-Man and the other symbiotes stopped him before he could have. Yeah, but he took over a lot of people before they knew. Oh, he took over, like, the whole town. Including these so-called heroes. Remember Spider-Man got away? Even if Cap had adequate time to prepare, he's not Tony Stark. He doesn't have access to the technology he would need. To, like use a sonic weapon or a fire weapon that would actually be able but enough to so stop Carnage. He
1: stops crime with his
0: sexiness. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he stops crime with his sexiness. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't think sex is gonna help him here against Carnage. No, I, so I don't think
1: so either. I just had to, you know, help him out
0: but Cletus Cassidy's like, oh my god I can't handle it. Carnage <laughs> <laughs> so win. wins that battle easily man. Oh, not even as much As you think it is I, th- I think it goes to Carnage I was just trying to help him You want to play Devil's Advocate Sheet? You thinking Cap wins somehow?
2: No <laughs> <laughs> I tried to help him stronger In every possible way And again You know He Just like you mentioned uh, He can sort of Control the whole town So now he has an army too You know How, how does Captain America Sort of come against Something like
0: that Yeah I don't think his shield is saving him. He gets a mallet, he bangs on his shield enough to get some sonic waves to disable Carnage for a little bit. And... I think Carnage is fast enough that wouldn't have any real effect. Yeah, 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 no. yeah. Yeah. Referencing that book is a good thing. Yeah. All right, moving on. Let's let's reference another book. Hulk 181. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Who wins between Hulk and Wolverine? Hulk. Hulk. I agree. Yeah, this is just one of those things, man. It's, it's the Hulk. Unless unless Wolverine can convince him he's his friend and get him to calm down. That's the way he beat him the first time. Oh, Wolverine can destroy Banner, dude. But that's if he doesn't give Banner... He figures
2: out a way to stop Banner from changing into the Hulk. But Hulk is a Hulk, dude. That was what that was.
0: One of our fans sent us a uh, picture of Wolverine jumping into battle. And the thing was like 100 years of fighting and he still jumps into fights this way. And he's like, you know, jumping with his arms and his legs all spread out. Craziness. Uh, and then he sent us another picture of Hulk versus Wolverine. And he's like, didn't this happen like a hundred times already? <laughs> it has happened a few. You know, sometimes Wolverine wins because, like I said, he convinces Hulk to calm down or whatever. And most of the time, Hulk wins, though, I think. Yeah, I go with Hulk. There's no. It's a good. I mean, Wolverine hangs for a little bit, but there's nothing stopping that green thing. Yeah. Hulk wins. Hulk smashes. Hulk smash? Hulk smash. <laughs> In my pants. Nah, Jesus. <laughs> Not again. Next. Next. enough of that. You heard of the red bee? I never have in my life. (laughs) (laughs) He's a a golden age character. He has a special stinger gun. He has a trained bee that lives inside of his belt buckle named Michael.
1: I don't trust that bee.
0: (laughs) That's to go wrong in so many ways. (laughs) Versus Dr. Strange. 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 We tried really hard to see if Strange had a bee allergy. Cause we figured, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we, we figured that's the only way Red B would win. Use a stinger gun? Yeah, or, or Michael could just get him from behind when he wasn't thinking. Why is everybody got a bee from behind with you? <laughs> gets him from behind. But if Michael stings him, he's going to die.
1: Yeah. Like, he's going to die anyway. So Michael's done. If Michael's done But he gets me. another bee?
0: Your name is James. Well, he just, <laughs> he just gets another Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Strange was this guy. You're Michael.
1: Doctor you Strange was like this.
0: Yeah. yeah, zaps him somewhere and is done. I'm I'm pretty sure Shuma Gorath shows up and devours the Red bee and then that's it. <laughs> flawless victory. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a flawless victory. Nice. Ah, yeah. matchup dear to my heart. Next one is uh, Jason Todd as Robin versus Harley Quinn. I want to hear your take on this because you know where I stand. Sheik Harley Quinn,
2: she will go where Jason Todd won't go.
0: As Robin. As Robin, yeah.
2: As Robin, as Robin, I'm
0: sorry. Jason Todd, Red Hood, I think it uh, is a much closer fight. And I think Red Hood may even squeak it out. But oh, yeah. uh, Jason That's Todd, cool. Robin, he's still fairly inexperienced. He hasn't had. He hasn't developed that killer edge that Red Hood has. I think he goes to Harley. Damn straight. <laughs> Harley <laughs> wins. Temple <one>, won too. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Ah, here's one of your favorite. We're getting close to the end rocket raccoon versus iron man i think based on the most recent couple of issues of guardians that uh, rocket laughs at iron man's technology and it would be no difficult task for him to take over the suit or to disable it some way and then just kill tony so blam murdered you <laughs> there's been a lot of interaction i mean because tony went up with the guardians and was on their ship for five issues six issues yes and every single time he was like how's that work how's that work? How, how, what does that do mm-hmm. and rocket was like geez don't what kind of technology you have on that backwater planet? And he was like laughing at everything Tony said. I don't think Rocket would have any trouble disabling the Iron Man suit and just killing Tony from inside. Clearly it's the technology. Yeah, I go with Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, the tech- uh, Iron Man's no punk, but based on those books, yeah, Rocket wins. What do you think, Sheik? I'm going to have to agree with you, man. Um, Rocket Raccoon is most definitely a technologies and a weapons
2: expert. Yeah. I could really see him sort of sabotaging his armor and him just standing over him shooting him over and over again.
0: (laughs) So Rocket. Rocket wins. Rocket wins. Absolutely. The next one is one that Miguel and I talked a lot about before the show for some reason. (sighs) Wonder fetish. Wonder Wonder Woman for lassos. (laughs) Why you keep giving me all these weird fetishes? (laughs) People here need to know who you are. Wasn't that your own statement last week? You're (laughs) the you're the one. that's all about horses and cowboys and shit. (laughs) You're the one the lasso fetish. There's never been no cowboy mentioned ever in this show. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) So Wonder Woman versus Nightcrawler.
2: Wonder Woman.
0: (laughs) If Nightcrawler gets a hold of Wonder Woman's lasso and lassos her, Nightcrawler wins. There's no ifs. Because if the lasso gets broken, Wonder Woman pretty much loses her mind. She ages. She ages. She becomes feeble. She kind of goes crazy. But Nightcrawler's not going to get close enough, because remember, Wonder Woman is fast. Nightcrawler's fast, too. You've seen the way he can teleport. Yeah. And he's unpredictable. It, it basically comes down to, if, if Wonder Woman lands one hit, Nightcrawler is obliterated. Not not a problem. But can she even hit him? He's pretty fast, and he, gets, he can easily teleport to her, steal her lasso, and then... Trapper her in it before she could do anything. A's Wonder Woman, I'd say he gets close to her. Now Wonder Woman, no way in hell. No way in hell. She is extremely vicious. No hesitation to use her sword. And besides, uh, Nightcrawler is a uh, Bible thumper. He's not that... Gonna, he's not going to take so it... So he, he doesn't believe in her? He's not going to go... No, what? <laughs> he's not going to go to the extreme. That's true. Nightcrawler's not going to be fighting to kill Wonder Woman. No, he'll be trying to capture her, lasso like you said... And she's not going to be doing that crap. She's going to go to decapitate him. The other thing is, is in, in our debate, we were assuming that he would understand that the lasso is actually a way to fight her. He, instead of just assuming it's a piece of rope that she has on her belt, are from completely different universes, so <laughs> he probably wouldn't even realize that it's magical or anything. Just recently, I saw her with the other people take on Dark Side and pretty vicious in that fight. Oh, yeah, Justice League War? Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty vicious, vicious she, in that movie. I mean, I mean... No, I don't, I don't think Nightcrawler, yeah, he's jumping around and he jumps around here and there, here and there, but she catches him, yeah. you know, just like uh, that wonderful X-Men movie you love so much. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I think Wonder Woman wins. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I'd
2: give it to Princess Diana also, man. I don't think Nightcrawler is going to be able to, I mean, I'm sure Nightcrawler will get close enough, but I mean, he's, he's going to need, I mean, as fast as he is, he would need at least, what, three to five seconds to pull this off? Yeah. There's no way. There's
0: no way. so the very last fight is just as lopsided as the very first fight almost uh, kind of a parallel even Darkseid versus Silver Surfer Power Cosmic's no joke no it's less of a joke than the Lantern Ring at least but I don't think he holds up to uh, Darkseid Darkseid's no bitch well the Silver Surfer has repelled Galactus but Galactus is the source of his power (laughs) yeah but he's repelled him I mean if he can repel
2: Galactus how would Galactus do against
0: Darkseid I think Darkseid would beat Galactus because Thanos beat Galactus with no problem whatsoever it has the Omega Beams. Yeah, the Omega Beams should be faster than the uh, Surfer, I would think. They go around corners. Yeah, super strength, super endurance, and mortality and vulnerability is genius as well. Yeah. But he has the Omega Force. I kind of like the way those Omega Beams were portrayed in Justice League War. Oh, Remember yeah, when Superman
2: right? sort of went one way and then
0: the Flash went the other way? Mm-hmm. Yes. Really That's cool. Pretty cool. He hit Superman, messed him up. Yeah. I think it, I think it goes to the Darkseid. I mean, what did you say the other day? You said Silver Surfer flees. <laughs> he runs away. <laughs> if anybody in the Marvel Universe could outrun the Omega Beams, it's pro- it probably is a Silver Surfer. So dark Side? I think Dark Side's the winner. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to give it to Dark Side too. And don't forget to pick up <laughs> Silver Surfer number one coming out soon. Next week? <laughs> Next week. Yeah. Next week, Silver Surfer number one comes out. <laughs> did you see the one variant
2: when he's just, like, everything is black and, you know, you see stars? He's just there in the universe chilling on his board. Really, really tiny. Yeah,
0: I did see that. <laughs> Why you keep meowing, Miguel? So, that is, I am not meowing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so we actually made it to the whole first bracket. That's the whole first bracket. So we got our winners now. So, so next uh, week, battles. Yes, this this coming week, I'll be posting the uh, next round, and our listeners can comment on who they think is going to win, and we'll take that into consideration when we do our debates. How many people do you think we pissed off today? <laughs> a few. Probably a few. Those people that were really pushing for Rorschach to win are probably upset. What the hell? <laughs> it's a guy with a freaking mask. No chance. No. I think Merman wins. Australia probably thinks we're dead on. Yeah, <laughs> probably so. Cool. Well, that's the end of the Comical Madness segment for this week. We'll uh, continue our brackets next week. Why are you talking in your cat voice? <laughs> all right, well, that's pretty much all we got for today. I'm going to remind everybody to go to our sponsor page at audibletrial.com comical. That's right. And sign up for your free trial and get your free audiobooks. Support so we, the show. So we get some money. That's right. Or if you just want to contribute, there's always that option you can just go to our website at comicalpodcast.com and click on contribute that's right we want everybody to follow us on twitter at at comicalpodcast and now miguel has his own at at comicalpodcast too. you know it I have have horse minions that's right (laughs) you can also find us on facebook at facebook.com slash comicalpodcast and don't forget and my doogie hauser moment as miguel keeps saying (laughs) comicalpodcast.tumblr.com where I finally have a follower (laughs) Dude. <laughs> I have one follower who reads my blog. You're reading this blog now, Heather? It's not, oh, Heather. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's,
1: I know what happens uh, in his life. It's, this, it's,
0: a, it's a guy who says he's a dancer and a comic book writer. Hmm. So Is he from Australia? I don't think so. Wow. I don't think so. But I'm happy to have a reader, so at least that, all this asinine shit I'm typing every night, somebody's reading it. So my uh, blog will be coming soon. Are you going to write one? I think I should. It'll be ranting all day oh, it'll, long. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what you write. <laughs> the world can't handle what I'm going to say. That's probably true. You
1: can't handle the truth.
0: <laughs> you can't handle the Miguel's more accurate. <laughs> Come on now. And, and we want to say thank you to uh, Sheik for coming on the show. And uh, we want to remind everybody also to uh, check out our submission to the Geeky Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I posted that link several times on Twitter. I'll post it again. Just go check it out. Anytime you see me say anything about it, like it, favorite it, retweet it, anything you can to spread the word. That's right, because we want to win, damn it. Yeah, that's right. We need, we need some uh, some hype. So these judges pay attention and listen to the rest of our shows and uh, hopefully give us the award. And give us a chance about the Hollywood. <laughs> that's right.
1: They're going to give us two dons up.
0: That's right. We deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much all we got. That's it. That's it. All righty then.
1: All right. Keep on laughing, bitches. <laughs> <laughs>